Welcome back to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie, and this is part two of my conversation with Karen Liebner from Finding Your Momtra. And Karen is a podcast host as well. If you didn't hear about it in part one, she hosts the podcast Finding Your Momtra podcast. And I love her message of just really letting go of this mom guilt, letting go of worries that we're not doing it right, really focusing on our priorities, honing in on those and doing those the best we can. And then really getting mindful and present with ourselves, with our children, our family. Um, I love this message she has for us. And I love that she created a free guide for us. How cool. The link is in the show notes for you to grab that free guide. Five minutes of mindfulness without the mom guilt. I know you're going to love it. It's excellent. And Karen has a lot of free resources on her website at www.findingyourmomtra.com. And check out our podcast. The links are in the show notes. And in part two today, Karen is really diving into mindfulness, what it really means. She's breaking it down for us and giving us some practical steps and tools to really apply this to our mom life. So enjoy this conversation, friends. You know, let's talk about mindfulness too. So Mm -hmm. you're passionate about mindfulness in motherhood. And I would love to hear, you know, how can we become more mindful mamas and And how does this look in your life? Because I, you know, people think of mindfulness, it seems like it has to be silent and you're Mm. alone and there's no kids screaming in the background. But um, (laughs) what does mindfulness mean to you in your life? So um, I do want to add that I am giving a a downloadable to your audience um, for them to grab. And it's my five minutes of mindfulness without the mom guilt. So tying into both of the topics we're diving into today. And I think that that's really important what you just said. We have to define what mindfulness means. And I do think there is a misconception that it's an hour long meditation in your meditation pillow with incense burning and, you know, uh, ohm music in the background. And I don't, for me, that's not the definition. For me, it's presence in this moment, being in tune with yourself or in alignment or connecting with God and how, you know, whatever that means to you. For me, when I'm fully present and I'm sitting on the floor with my kids, not, you know, with my phone in the other room, like we talked about before <laughs> recording, mm-hmm. um, you know, looking at them and being like, Oh my God, you're beautiful. You know, seeing the color of their eyes, noticing the color of their hair or, you know, a new chubby roll on this one. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. That is presence and mindfulness to me because you're connecting to the moment. The only moment that exists right now is this one. It's not something in the past that you're feeling guilty about. It's not some future worry. It's being present right now. And for me, some, again, some really practical ways to be here right now is one, knowing your priorities And focusing on the present moment and doing that thing that fulfills your priorities and makes you feel like you're living whatever your purpose is and living life on your own terms. The other thing, again, super practical and silly and has nothing to do with like woo-woo mindfulness. To me, it's preparedness. So Mm -hmm. if I'm not scrambling in the morning to pack backpacks, I'm able to sit and have a bowl of cereal and chit chat with my son about what he's going to do at daycare today. Rather than running around like, get your shoes on, do this, do this. you know, like mm-hmm. I like to be uber prepared. It makes me feel like my day isn't crazy and that I can, I don't have no excuse but to be present. You know, stopping 
I meal plan every week and I, you know, make sure we have everything. Not that I don't ever make a mistake and say, Oh, I thought we had pasta or whatever, but I don't stop on my way home from work or wherever to get dinner because I prepared. And so I'm able to, again, focus that time on something that means something to me rather than being in line at the supermarket at dinner time, like everyone else who forgot something, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so really those are two things. If I can be prepared and, and remind myself what our priorities and values are as a family, then it's really easy for me to be present. That's so good. I love that. And so, you know, for the mom that maybe this is new to her and she hasn't practiced mindfulness or... <laughs> You know, she, your baby is like, yeah, She's mindfulness. Mad I took a, a book away from her. <laughs> and right. so, you know, that mom that that says, okay, I want to be present, but I'm not sure how to start. And I, okay, I'm letting go of the mom guilt. I'm going to try to be present. But what does she do? Like, she sits there. Does she? Um, just notice her little kid's hair or eyes, like you're saying, like, what does this mm-hmm. look like in day-to-day mom life? Like when you have little ones, mm. what, how do you do this? Like, you know, how does a mom start maybe? Yeah. So I think two things to kind of get over are the idea that we don't have any time. I think if you really check in with yourself, you can say, really, do I not? Or is that kind of an excuse that I'm making? Um, in my guide that I'm giving you to download, you'll see that I, I never give advice without saying, here's how you can fit it in because I know exactly what that's like. Like I've downloaded things where I'm like, yeah, that's great. But I know you have a nanny. I know, you know, you have whatever Mm -hmm. it is. I don't have that luxury. I have an eight month old on my, how do I make this work for me? And so a couple of like practical tips, you know, set a timer on your phone uh, or, you know, say during nap time for five minutes, I'm going to do this for 30 seconds. I'm going to do this. And once you sort of reach a point where you're like, wow, a minute of this or two minutes of this feels really good. And you realize the benefits of it, you might, you know, feel encouraged to do more, but it doesn't have to be that much in order for you to check back in with reality and be like, okay, I'm here experiencing this present moment. One thing you can do, well, again, going back to the time piece, I like to say, if you just did daycare drop off, that drive home when you're, I'm not alone in the car, but I usually have the baby asleep by that point. Um, mm-hmm. She falls asleep during that drop off. It's quiet for once in my day. It's quiet. And I just breathe yes. or I put on something that inspires me. Sometimes that's the most inspirational 10 minute drive of my day. Um, and it's, it's not alone. It's doing an errand that I have to do, but I'm able to connect back. Um, if you are someone who journals or, you know, reads, you know, the Bible or whatever you do, that to me is a moment of mindfulness. Um, so it doesn't have to mean reinventing the wheel or finding this new space of an hour of time where you're like, oh, great. Well, I have to work out. I have to create a home cooked meal. I have to spend quality time with my kids. I have to spend quality time with my husband. I have to work. Now, how do I fit this in? I think there's really practical ways if you're honest with yourself that you can be checking back in in a moment and fit this into your day. And it, it easily becomes a part of your um, routine once you do that. Another thing I challenge people to do is a lot of us are in group texts with moms. And if those people are really your girls, really your women who want to see you become the best version of you, I think that you could easily say, hey, you know, here's a, 
a prompt that I read or I heard today and I want us to talk about it. And that's just a moment of checking in with other moms and, and being real about the experience of motherhood. And I think that's just as valuable as, you know, sitting and meditating or praying for five minutes. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's great advice. I'm going to do that after this call <laughs> because I, I do have a group text going and right now it's, um, we're just talking about health stuff and, and whatnot, but, um, but I think, yeah, going a little deeper, I think that's huge. And, and that gets our brains thinking and that gets us, you know, the priorities. I think that that's just so, I keep coming back to that. That's huge. Mm. And I, I think about that a lot, but I think, um, maybe writing it down Mm -hmm. or just like having it somewhere that you can reference every day and then kind of thinking through our day, like, is this lining up with what I've said is my priority? Exactly. Does it matter? Um, And I love that you have a downloadable for the, for the listeners. That's super helpful. Thank you for creating that for them. Mm -hmm. And for me, (laughs) I will use it too. You you mentioned, you brought me back to something I said a little while ago that I didn't sort of specify or or get a little more detail into, but I have it written down here that I wanted to say, Um, have you heard of grounding techniques? I have heard of that. Yeah. Okay. So for anyone who hasn't, um, it's something you can do when you start feeling anxious, which, you know, has a lot to do with the overwhelm and the feeling of mom guilt. And you're like, Oh, where do I start? What do I do? Um, you know, am I doing this all wrong? But something you can do to bring yourself back to the present, I'm going to get the numbers wrong. I know a lot of people do like five of this, four of that, three of that, two of this kind of countdown. But if you look around and see five things you see right now, three things mm-hmm. you hear or four things you hear, three things you can smell, two things you can taste, you know what I mean? And it mm-hmm. brings you into reality again, rather than worrying about the future or, or sort of, you know, being upset about something that happened in the past. It just, it grounds you in the present moment, which is mm-hmm. an awesome technique. That's so good. And you can do that with your kids present. I mean, yes. yeah, you can, you <laughs> can even them. play I spy. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so good. Oh, Karen, this has been so <laughs> just like so much food for my soul. Like I just, I agree with you that this time here is just so valuable and just nurtures me in a way that is so meaningful. And I just love getting to chat with you. And I just feel like we're going to have to have you back on because it's been really fun. Um, (laughs) Definitely. And yeah, so I'm excited for people to learn more about you and connect with you and get to know about your course, Up Level Your Motherhood. So just share where people can find you after this call. Yeah, um, I'm frequently on Instagram and it's at Karen Liebner, K-A-R-E-N-L-I-E-B-N-E-R. And my website is finding your mantra. That's M-O-N-T-R-A dot com. And if you want more info on the course, it will be launching again in June. And that would be findyourmantra.com slash up level. But I'm sure, you know, we can link that here Mm -hmm. um, for you. And I'd love to have you guys join and um, yeah, follow along. Great. Thanks, Karen. I appreciate your time. Anything you want to leave the listeners with before we go? You know what? I think the biggest thing in motherhood that we sometimes overlook is our own intuition. And my biggest thing is to help a mom see herself and to know that she already has within her, 
what she needs. Sometimes we need, we need help finding that and bringing that out, but our intuition and our guts and, you know, our heart will guide us in the right direction for us and our kids and our relationships. If we just learn to check in with them and sort of quiet the noise of all that we're inundated with all the time. And so, you know, even if something I'm saying you want to throw out because it just doesn't do it for you, then do it. I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. I want you to take with you what, what feels best for you and makes you thrive in your motherhood. And so, you know, take what you want, leave the rest. And that goes for me and anybody else. So trust yourselves. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Such good advice. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm so grateful to have you here as a part of this community. And if you love listening to these episodes as much as I love sharing them with you, hit subscribe on your podcast app. And if you're an Android user, you can download the Stitcher app and subscribe there. That way you know every time a new episode goes live. Thanks for being here, friend. Bye for now.